Musical Theater Writer Guy is recorded as a YouTube channel series on Muncie Lenape and Canarsie lands. The audio from each episode is also released here in podcast form. To watch or to learn more, please find us on YouTube or through my website at michaelraddy.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-R-A-D-I dot com. Enjoy the show! Submitting your show is like being a bartender at a popular bar with a super varied clientele where everyone is asking for oddly specific cocktails all at once. Let me explain. The first thing you need to know is your customer. Who are they and what do they want? Are they the chill guy who probably just wants a pint of craft beer? Or are they the bachelorette party who all want Cosmos, just like Carrie Bradshaw's? Or are they the very well-dressed person who pushed their way to the front of the line to slip you a 10 and a wink to make you a martini that's like extra dry? Our clientele are the different types of submission opportunities available to us. And there's a lot of possibilities. Here are the big categories. Competitions. These often come with prizes that are monetary, but sometimes the prizes are some sort of reading or workshop, especially if they're being put on by a theater or theater organization. Festivals. Festivals are extraordinarily varied in the way that they operate, their geography, the kind of support offered, their length, what is given to you, what you need to provide, do you have to pay an entry fee? There are a lot of different options when it comes to festivals. These can also range from super local to some of the big ones. You may have heard of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival or rest in peace, Nymph. Next on the list is residencies. Now residencies can vary a little bit because you may have a residency that is something that is out of town where you are housed, put up with room and board and are part of some sort of process of development on location. Or you may have a residency that is part of a theater company and their mission. This could be something where the theater is bringing you in as a resident for you to do your work, but they're not providing you room and board, but instead some sort of stipend or guarantees of a certain level or amount of production, reading, development, etc. Conferences. Now these are kind of like a mixture of residencies and festivals because they do take place in a specific location and for a set period of time. And it makes it a lot easier if you were actually there in person you kind of have to be. At these conferences, there's usually a process of some sort, some sort of workshop process or other process of development where there is at least one opportunity to show that work on its feet, whether that's a big thing at the end or smaller readings as you go through. These conferences also include the big ones like NAMPT and The O'Neill. Theaters and theater companies. Now, these come as varied as you could possibly get, from the Big Lort A theaters to your friend's theater company that was started three weeks ago. All of them are totally legitimate places to apply to if you are able to fit the mission of what they're looking for and are actually able to get your submission into them. But we'll get to that a little bit later. New works development opportunities. Now, oftentimes these are actually housed within theaters or theater companies, but not always. And these usually come with some sort of development process that's already laid out for you. You might be submitting to some sort of reading development process where you're going to spend three days with actors and by the end of it, you'll do a little staged reading and you might be able to make changes along the way. Or maybe it's a little longer than that. It could be a multi-week process, multi-month process. It totally depends. These are again, super fairy. Awards! These are a lot like competitions because, well, they're competitions, but 
The big difference here is more like theater companies, they do come along with mission statements and really specify what kind of work they're looking for. Oftentimes, especially with the big ones like the Kleban Award or the Fred Ebb Award, they come also with big monetary prizes. People! You can always submit to people that you know, whether they be producers, friends, actors, directors, doesn't really matter. If you've had a conversation with them and they're interested in reading your piece, you can totally submit to them. And then here's one more category that we should try to avoid, and that is cold submissions. Now, a cold submission would be any kind of submission where when you are submitting your material, you are submitting it to an entity, whether that's a person or a full organization, where no one there knows who you are. Now sometimes this is okay because they are asked for in terms of like blind submissions. Then everyone is submitting in a way that feels cold. But generally speaking, we want to avoid cold submissions. We want warm leads. And the warmer the lead, the better the opportunity for you to actually get seen, read, and spoken with. And this is just the spread of what exists out there that you could possibly submit to. Got those wealthy patrons who will gladly slip you some extra cash if they like what they get, and you also have those chill and easy regulars who are always there and will slip you a buck or two every time you refill their drink. And you've got everything in between. And let us keep in mind that it is you, the writer, submitting to these places. So unless you're super lucky and have a bar back, aka a secretary who does all this work for you, then it is you doing all the research, writing everything up, sending everything out, writing a new artistic statement every time it comes around, everything is down to you. This is a lot of work, especially because everyone is asking for something slightly different. Now I will say to your advantage, there are some lists and directories out there where all the submission opportunities are put down for you in terms of their due dates and what they require. The one I would highly suggest looking at is the Dramatist Guild Submissions Calendar. If you are not a member of the Dramatist Guild, I highly, highly, highly suggest becoming a part of that community and getting that support. So what exactly do writers submit? What are the limitations and parameters? Now this is where our mixology metaphor comes back in. Now, two quick notes first. Many of these institutions, especially the more higher echelon institutions, will only accept any sort of submission from an agent. So, if you do not have an agent at this point in time, you are going to be out of luck for those submissions right now. The other possible limitation is that you may need an accompanying letter, a recommendation from a theater company, and you may not have that at this moment in time but you should get yourself involved with a theater company, get them to like you, get them to like your work and to know your work. That way you can get a recommendation letter if it's required. But if you are submitting to something that is open to the public, then there are myriad materials that may be asked of you in that submission. Basically, in order to serve all these patrons at our submission bar, that sounds like something a little bit different. You're gonna need a fully stocked bar behind you. What types of ingredients make up said bar, do you ask? <laughs> well, thank you for asking. Here's a fairly comprehensive list of all the different types of things that could be asked of you in a submission. A logline. This is a one sentence description of your show and its themes. This is not expansive or detailed in any way, shape, or form. Short synopsis. Now these come in lots of different lengths. You may be asked to have a 100 word count, a 150, a 250, a 500 word count. And your job here is to basically give a sense of what your show is and is about, who the main characters are, without giving up too much detail because you don't want to get bogged down in that word count. Yes, this means you may have like four or five different types on your computer. My heart, I feel you. 
I feel you. A treatment or a longer one-page synopsis. Now for these, you do get more room to play because you get to fill out at least a full page. Sometimes your treatment can be longer than that depending on the submission. Now here you do want to give a more detailed account of what is actually happening in the show, almost like a blow-by-blow. -blow. And you do want to provide spaces in the description where songs take place throughout the story. A 10 page dialogue sample. Now for musicals, this can be a little bit painful to be asked for because generally speaking, they want the first 10 pages. It doesn't have to be, but oftentimes it's most recommended to give the first 10 pages, to give a sense of the show and its feeling. Of course, where musical theater is concerned, opening numbers tend to be the last thing that is set in stone. So if you're still in the development process, this can be a little bit of a pain in the tush. But also opening numbers do tend to take up a lot of room. So that 10 pages could be mostly your opening number. Just something we have to deal with. But luckily, there's also the 20 page dialogue sample. Now for the 20 page, it's a little more comforting that you can start at the beginning and then you have more material after your opening number is over in those pages. Lyrics with descriptions. Now, some submissions ask you to provide lyrics to songs. Two, three, four, six, eight, 10, 12. Yes, I've had all of those asked of me at different points in time. And they want the lyric for the song with the title and a description of where it takes place in the show, who's singing it, and what the overall context is. Music demos. Now, the number of this is gonna vary as well. I would always suggest having a standard three demos that you can send to anyone at any time because oftentimes three is the answer. That car agrees with me. But other times you have to have a lot more demos than that, or sometimes they really wanna hear the whole show. So it, it varies, completely varies. You guys getting dizzy yet? Links to your media. So perhaps you have some other media involved here, unofficial demos, or maybe you have some video, and they want links to those things at times so that they can click through and watch something. A production history. That's exactly like what it sounds like. If you have a production history, you need to have a separate page that has that production history. If you have not been produced yet, you can have a development history instead. My favorite category, other relevant materials. They never explain what that is, but this is a great place to put your website, especially if your website has any further information about that show that may not have been requested. An artist's bio or resume, sometimes both. An artist's bio is kind of useless in my opinion because you have a resume, then tells them everything you need, but sometimes people like to hear a little bit more uh, personal information about you, more so than just what's on your resume. The artistic statement. Now this is the most time consuming part of submissions because everyone wants something slightly different in your artistic statement. Basically, you need to take the information that they provide you, whether that's a question or just their mission statement, and you need to basically say who you are as an artist and how that applies to your show through the lens of the question they ask or their mission statement. A letter of intent. Now these are similar to artistic statements, but they're usually a bit more specific. It's kind of like a crossover between an artistic statement and a cover letter. Speaking of cover letters or letters of inquiry. These types of letters can be done in the form of the email body itself, or they can be a separate letter that you actually attach to the submission. It depends on what kind of submission you are doing and what exactly was asked for. Quick note here though, that whenever you're sending in a submission, there should always be some form of email body that is essentially a cover letter saying 
why you are going to this institution with the submission, why you think you'd be a good fit, why your show would be a good fit, who you might know, what you're hoping to achieve, and doing that in a just like a very condensed way. Give the people a little information about who you are. Full script and score, you lucky duck. Someone asked you for the full script and the full score? That's the golden ticket right there. And here's the last one, blind materials. This is when they ask you to take your name off of everything. So whatever it is that they are asking you to submit, you may need a second copy of everything with your name attached nowhere within the document itself or in the document file name. As I said, you need a fully stocked bar. These materials can be and are asked for in any combination without any semblance of consistency between submission opportunities. This means that these submissions take a lot of time, especially if you go through all of those extra steps to make sure every single submission is personalized, which you should. Here's just a quick tip. Make sure to keep track of your submissions in a yearly calendar. That way you know what you have and have not submitted to this year, let alone in the past. As if writing the show wasn't difficult enough, it becomes an even more involved job when you start putting the submission opportunities onto your plate as well. But of course, before you submit to any opportunity, you're going to want to have done at least a few different kinds of readings first, and you can learn all about those by watching this video next. Otherwise, thank you all for being here with me today and I'll see you again soon. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Musical Theater Writer Guy, available wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate and review this show as it really helps others to discover what you already know. And please do share this show far and wide so we may all become an even closer musical theater community.